Side Talks podcast. I thought you were going to say, what's up, Ding Dong? No, I wasn't. Oh, Welcome that, to oh the that's jungle. my line. We got fun and games. We got everything. I said, what's up, Ding Dongs? You started singing Guns N' Roses. I did. That's about, I did. That's about right. My friend Alex saw Guns N' Roses live and said it was the craziest, best shit she's ever seen in her life. And that at the very end of the show, Axl Rose was like, fuck it, I'm never going to be better than this. This is it. And then canceled the rest of the tour. <laughs> <laughs> did he uh, um, Did he um, respect lose his breath as he ran to the microphone to, to start singing... Um, uh, Welcome to the Jungle, like Patton Oswalt details in yes, the Patton Oswalt bit. I think so. I also. Welcome to the- <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about right. I also like uh, have another good story that's kind of revealing. Okay. Which is a friend of the podcast, Melody Sisk, filmmaker, Sidewalk alum, once had some backstage passes for all kinds of reasons to go to a show that Guns N' Roses was playing. And Axl Rose apparently tried to drag her up into a threesome. And she was like, not doing it. And she goes, and I can tell you, I would never have done it, but I'll give you one real good reason why. Because this is the time, this is the era of what he looked like. And she showed me a picture on her phone where he had the cornrows and like the braces or whatever. Oh, that was rough. (laughs) That son of a bitch, just know that that son of a bitch was walking around with those cornrows and whatever was going on with his teeth and trying to get women up in threesomes. That was that uh, Chinese democracy era. (laughs) But he probably did successfully (laughs) make that work later that night. This is why, this is why little boys want to be rock stars. Cause you can look any which fucking way and loose and just, you know, get mad ass. (laughs) Well, I don't know what to say (laughs) after that. This is the podcast. Do I I lie? No, No this is a podcast theoretically about movies, but we've really like, um, solved the whole riddle of, of rock stardom. I mean, actually Rose is in a movie somewhere. Probably. Anyway, um, you Terminator 2, right? There you go, T2. Yeah. See it all? It's all circle of life. Circle <laughs> of life. This is a podcast about movies. I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm Corey Kraft. This is Side Talks, the official podcast for the Sidewalk Film Center and Cinema and Sidewalk Film Festival, where we talk about Axl Rose. Where we welcome you to the jungle! So now it's time for a segment of the podcast called Phone a Friend, where we do just that. Phone a friend. Hello. Bros. Hey. Can you hear us? Oh my gosh, can you hear me? Are you there? You have me? Yeah, we're calling you on Tone's phone. Oh my gosh, I know it's an Android and I do not even know what to do. It's just (laughs) totally foreign to me. There's too many buttons. I, even when I pressed, I was about to press the answer, I was like, is this the right one? And I asked him for confirmation. So It's like a foreign device. um, it's totally foreign because I'm in a foreign country. Isn't that exciting? It's so exciting. I'm so jelly. Jelly um, bitch. Yes, and it's day one, and we. I just. I'm like one quarter through my first marg of the trip. Nice. Sick. We're definitely. And you might jealous. hear the cantina music in the background a little bit. Sorry about that. Man, that that Mexico life. You know what can I know, you do? It's beautiful. Oh, it's so great, and it's eighty something degrees today, and it's so hot and muggy, huh. and it's completely different than you know what's going on where. You know, back home where you guys are. Sorry about that. Oh, you're just rubbing our face in it. Well, now we'd like for you to step away from your lovely vacation to talk to us about cinema. Yeah, what have you been okay. watching? Okay, well, all right. I think this one might be a bit of a short one because I feel like I can't give any spoilers because it was so fantastic. But y'all may have talked about this recently, but I'm behind. So yeah. I, I'm, you know, I haven't caught up, and this is a pretty recent release. Um, yeah. But 
Barbarian. Yeah. Yes. Well, we have. Okay. we've talked around it uh, because, as you okay, say, yeah, it's got a bunch fans? of secrets. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're both fans. Okay. Same. Oh, my goodness. So I really, yeah, I don't want to get into the super details of it on account of the. Um, you know, the, the, it's just so much fun for it to unfold in real time and in front of you, you know, so it's, I don't want to spoil anything, but just the whole thing is so good. And you think, you know, certain things are ghouls and then there's these other ghouls, but then there's just so many ghouls and I mean, ghouls <laughs> is a bad example, but that's a broad strokes term. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. And then, um, just the, the tonal shifts are really, really fun and unexpected. And there's characters that you, you definitely don't expect to see, um, like, I mean, actors and stuff. So, um, let's see. Because the trailer's pretty low-key and just sort of, you know, doesn't really give you a whole lot of info. So, I feel like don't go in knowing much about it. I mean, you guys know, but to the to the listener. It is hard the, to talk um, about. It's a bit hard to talk about because yeah. you, you can trap like, oh, yourself in a spoiler real fast. Exactly. So, you know, really, other than just, you know, Bill Skarsgård. Is it Bill? Is he, a, is he Bill? Yeah, he's he? Bill. He Bill? Okay, yeah, he's really great and just, you know, himself. And then there's um, the main lead, what's her name? Georgina Campbell. I wrote her down because she's so good. The pro tag, she's great. Um, and then, yeah, there's the third character I won't reveal because I think that's kind of a fun one to, to learn about. But, yeah, there's, you know, short-term rental industry plays a big part of that. And um, But, you know, there's so much, like, the scares are really good because there's moody ones where it's just like, ooh, what's happening there? And then there's, you know, jump scares. And then there's just, I mean, very much a lot of different types of scares and scary things. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I can't recommend it enough, you guys. And I think, I really think the initial setup, part, is, yeah, for sure. The initial yeah. setup is pretty realistic, though. I think it's, I think the real, the opening setup, because it's grounded in this thing that could you could see happening and really not knowing how to react to it kind of pushes everything yes on the right track and you know bill exactly. scars guard because he has made a career in playing kind of creepy dudes and pennywise and you know yeah. other ghouls you um you go into that scene with certain preconceived notions i think of of how it could play out and you're playing all these horror scenarios in your head yes, sexy, he, yes. Sexy exactly clown. you're sexy filling clown. in these blanks sexy clown oh totally <laughs> Um, I, it's, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that barbarian kind of resists easy categorization. It's It's let, let me just say this. It's a difficult movie, probably not impossible, but a difficult movie to fully predict where it's going. Totally. Exactly. Oh yeah, for sure. There's, there's, you're like, whoa, okay. Didn't see that coming. And then, and yeah, things, and like we, like I said, the tonal shift, you sort of bounce back into these kind of worlds that are very, um, opposite of one another and, and there's even a flashback, which I love a flashback, you know, yeah. so it's, um, it just, I know, I feel like it's so hard to talk about, but yeah, I don't want to ruin it because it was just really super enjoyable. Very scary. I hollered a bunch of times at the TV and there was a few real, like I said, super grody things, but I mean, <laughs> it's not like if you're, you know, it's just more like, oof, is that a piece of hair on the tip of that thing? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, it, you know? yes, like it is. <laughs> It's like, don't, ew, don't put your mouth on it. Like, Ugh. no, no, no. You know, there's a, there's a couple of those moments, but um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I know exactly what you mean. The, the listener who <laughs> has not seen Barbarian is likely just like, wait, what now? And yeah. we'll just, just, just leave it to your imagination. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll know, you'll know when you see it. <laughs> for sure. Um, but okay. You know, and I wanted to say, have you seen 
record. Are y'all familiar with that horror movie? It's, oh, I think it's Spanish. The, the Spanish it's language, yeah. Uh, the the title is R E C in brackets. I see. Yeah. Right. Which I just call record because I don't know. But see, I do the same thing with management, the band, MGMT. I just say management <laughs> because that's what those words, those letters mean. Um, but some people are like, it's MGMT. And I'm like, whatever. Um, Says who? Um, Says shout who? out to management. Um, <laughs> but yes, so record or REC or what have you. But um, I just, I do, I love that one. I, I, that's one, definitely one of my favorites. That's kind of a go-to. And um, I feel like that one has a really, really good building of like, what are we getting into here? And then, um, and it starts off very believably and normal. There's like a, a, a building and there's a situation and we've got to all stay inside the building for a little while. And then things, you know, you keep discovering levels and events and things, but I wanted to say there's sort of a ghoul overlap. I feel like there's a very ghoul similarity. There, there is to a ghoul similarity. Monster. Yeah. You're absolutely you right. I mean? yeah. I, definitely. And, and I, I've, um, that, that one came to mind again. There are a couple other movies that came to mind watching barbarian that to, to mention would, would give away too many elements of the plot. So I won't. Right. Um, but, won't. but, that that movie, which is you know very different in style, uh, the Spanish language movie is a found footage movie. It's, oh, it's so good, and it's, it's got so a, fun if anyone hasn't seen uh, that. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's probably one of the more fun uh, found footage movies I think of that. Yes. that sort of boom. Well, Barbarian. And it's really cute the way they do it as a as a found footage thing. It's like a newscaster yeah. and her like camera guy. So that's how yeah. the footage is gotten. God, so it's that's kind such of a fun because a lot of like TV spots. Yeah. You know, Barbarian definitely yeah, Barbarian. not sponsored by the Detroit Board of Tourism. Oh, you don't think it makes Detroit oh, look like a pleasant place to visit? Yes. Oh, oh, I said man. the same thing. I was like, does Detroit know about this? How do they <laughs> feel about this? This is not good. So, Including the police department. Yikes. I know. Oof. I mean, I mean. Yeah, not looking good, y'all. Not looking good. <laughs> well, dude, oh, we'll... Man, but um, so good. So yeah. fun. And I heard, listen, I heard that, is this correct? Corey may be able to hmm. fact check me on this. I heard that A24 turned this one down, turned this. Well, that's what the writer director said, that he pitched the movie to all of the studios you'd expect. It's not just A24, it's everybody. Everybody yeah. pretty much turned this one down until. I did read that, that there was a lot of, because they didn't like the structure. They didn't like the way it just whiplashed you in a way, I think, kind of that whole thing. Oh, that's what makes I it work. That is what makes it work. It's yes. one of the most distinctive things well, about it. Exactly. Well, and two, I actually read an interview with the director, and he said that when he was originally writing and it was sort of unfolding before him, it kind of got to sort of the end of that first act. And he thought, wait, I can't end it here because that's just a short film. Like, I need to keep going. And he just kind of kept writing and kept evolving the story. And then that's why it gets, there's such a, a, a jog in the storyline, but it works so well because of it. So, yeah, that's great. So, I'm yeah, bummer those other places turn him down, but I'm glad somebody said yes. Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, Bross, we'll let you get back to your marg. Okie dokie. Yeah, I got to go get in there. And there's some guac. I mean, we're doing the whole thing. Oh. Hell yeah. And I saw you got like a hammock. You got a hammock and a little pool going yes, on. It's mm -hmm. your, your a tiny little pool. Airbnb, I hope it's a one level. <laughs> okay, but yeah, guess what? You know what? I knew that would come up because on account of the topicalness of the movie. Um, No, this is our friend, Betsy's place. She expatriated several years ago, and she's going out of town, and she's like, you guys want to come use my place? So it is not. We are staying at a friend's place. Isn't that oh so much God. cooler Lucky. than Airbnb life? Oh, for sure. Lucky. And you don't have to worry about ghouls. Well. Oh, yeah, exactly. Or double bookings. Well, definitely not double bookings, but I can't promise you about the ghouls. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, dude. We'll go enjoy the rest of that drink, and we will talk to you Let's later. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. And now, fast film terms. 
That was a fast film term. You got it. Here's one for you. Okay, let's three hear. little letters. M. I'm sorry. I've already screwed that up. <laughs> right out the gate. Look at me go. N. NBD. NBD. It means no big deal in text lingo. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of appropriate. But no, it stands for non-deductible break. No, and it refers I'd... to a 15-minute work-free meal. Oh. Right? It's a period in which you can grab something to eat, um, but a crew member or actor or what have you talent is still being paid during that time. That's uh, thanks to the power of labor unions, I am yeah, sure. Yeah, I would imagine. Thanks, labor unions, for everything, sincerely, including weekends and eight-hour workdays and uh, non what, – what was this called again? And, Non-deductible break? Yeah, NBD. Even though I wanted to – when I started to say it again, I also wanted to say M again. I don't know why. I want it to be in – I want more. I think why that's why. Anyway, that was that one. And do you know what a Barney is? Uh, he is a dinosaur from our oh, imagination. No, this is a cute. <laughs> this is a cute little quilted little blanket-like thing. Okay. That you put around a camera to reduce camera noise. Oh. And obviously, this you, is not a magic blanket. You wrap it around the camera like Barney wraps his arms around you for a warm, comforting. Yeah, there hug. you go. Oh boy. And it again, it, it's not a magic blanket, so it's not going to keeps too much noise out of it. I mean, the camera already has to be pretty quiet, but it'll muffle some noise for you. And it, you know, works just like a little blanket, quilted blanket would. It comes, the term comes from a Barney blanket, which is apparently a kind of horse blanket. Well, all right. And so a Barney. And N, B, D, and a Barney. So you think like John Ford was just like, we need something to wrap this camera up. Get the, the Barney blanket off the horse. Maybe. Get some scissors and the blanket off the horse and wrap it up. Maybe. Fast film terms. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Side Talks. We're your own personal cinematic Jojo Jojo Siwa Sawa Siwa Siwa and Candace Cameron Burr. Uh, okay, well, I know a little bit about this. <laughs> what do you know about Okay, this? so Jojo Siwa was like a teeny bopper little icon who had some sort of Nickelodeon or Disney Channel shit. I don't know which, but my students for a long time were kind of yeah. into old Jojo. And she came out as queer. Um, and now Candace Cameron Bure is doing that Hallmark Channel competitor where she's like, only traditional forms of marriage shall be de- depicted in our shitty you movies. Got it. And I imagine that Jojo Siwa, who has become a bit of like a an out advocate for young people, um, took issue with that. I mean, you kind of got it. That's okay. that's kind of the gist of it. Yeah. And is it Beret, not Burr? I don't know. Well, either way, who, who we, the fuck you know care? what? We don't need to respect her at all. So she opened her mouth, yes, indeed, to the Wall Street Journal when asked about this new network that she's working yeah. with, which is the, called the Great American Family Channel. Sure it so is. So why did the Wall Street Journal even poke a bear with a stick and ask her, are you guys going to be including LGBTQ comment, co- content? I mean, Obviously, they impressed. set her up for this. I'm just impressed that she was able to give an answer that wasn't, fuck no, and just vomiting I into mean, a bucket. She said, I think that Great American Family will keep traditional marriage at the core. Right. I think that's, don't. That's that's the, that's roughly the equivalent of fuck no and vomiting into a bucket. Uh, it's close. Yeah. I mean, shut up, C- <laughs> CCB. Shut up, CCB. So apparently, Siwa, Siwa, Sawa, Siwa. Uh huh. Whatever. I can't get any. Jojo. Let's just go with Jojo. Old right? Jojo. Jojo responded with, 
Candace Cameron Bure, plans for new cable channel, and then colon, no gays. <laughs> that was her tweet. And apparently shortly thereafter revealed that at some point in time, uh, JoJo had kind of admired, I guess, probably from watching uh, what is the show? Full House. Full House when she was younger, that she really liked CCB a lot. And sure. had gone up to CCB at some show and that she was the rudest celebrity she's ever met. Oh, right, right, right. I so heard that too. That was the other part of it was it's not yeah. just it's not just CCB putting her foot in her mouth, but it's also JoJo having tried to approach her at some point and being, I think, just basically rejected. Y'all, this is why you can't be mean to the kids. There is an entire ecosystem of children who are more famous yeah. than anybody you have ever heard of in your life. They have tens of millions of followers on some website you've never heard of. And if you are mean to literally any child, and if it's the wrong child, they'll get on online to their 20 million followers and roast your ass. Oh, man. Did you say something to Justin Bieber at some point? <laughs> Justin Bieber knows what he fucking did, though. Okay? <laughs> so... Uh, I don't feel bad about that. Oh, CCB. So, That's going to be you. I'll be JoJo. Oh, great. Thanks right. to Batwell Studios. Uh, check us out online um, at greatamericanfamilychannel.org. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I bet there's some really <laughs> good. <laughs> greatamericanfamilychannel.gov. Uh, I mean, I think that's predictable. <laughs> uh, I bet um, there's some really good content on that channel. I bet there is not. <laughs> I bet there's not a single bit. Uh, I bet what they've got is like uh, reruns of that Michael Landon show that I can't remember from the 80s. Touched oh, by an a-hole. Well, that's not what I was thinking of, but oh, Little shit. House on the Prairie. Oh, that's right. He was the dad on Little House. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they've got reruns of Little House on the Prairie and like the Waltons and I don't know, uh, old Bob Dole rallies. What what else would be there? I don't um, know. I listen. Speaking, Rush Limbaugh books on tape for sure. Speaking of speaking of my friend Alex in a previous in a very recent episode, uh -huh. she also once we made a trip to Las Vegas and in one of the gift shops for no reason it's a non sequitur to Las Vegas. They had a T shirt that said "Touch by an a hole" and the in the "Touch by an angel" logo, and she regretted for years not buying it. <laughs> like for years later, too. she would turn to me and go, "I can't believe I didn't buy that touch by." <laughs> Didn't buy that touch by an a-hole t-shirt. So anyway, um, when I said good content, I meant bad movie night content. Uh, and we enough. might be able to scratch some up I'm there. sure we could find something. Uh, Sidewalkfest.com or at Sidewalk Film on social media. Those are the places you can check. If you don't know what the heck bad movie night is, by the way, it's a really fun thing we do once a month. Uh, one Friday night a month. So you'll want to check out our social media and uh, website to see which Friday it will be. Um in all likelihood, I imagine we're doing some sort of holiday-themed oh, uh, television movie for December's mm, Bad Movie Night. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and reveal a little something. I don't think we're going to do a TV movie for Bad Movie Night this year. Oh, boy. I don't think we're going to do that. Even though I kind of think that we might have a bad movie day on on with a couple of screenings of something like that during sure. the holiday week. But I think Bad Movie Night's going to be reserved for a very special something. Well, you heard it here first, folks. You're going to want to reserve your tickets. It's free, by the way. Uh, you just have to reserve a ticket for a bad it. movie night in December. Sidewalkfest.com. Come see a movie with us at the cinema. Bye, everybody. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise. <laughs>